Hey guys, welcome to episode number one of Bridging the Gap. I'm Councio Glenn, your host, along with my co-host, William V. Thompson. Hope you guys are doing well. Let's let's jump right into it, man. Episode one. What we got? What we got for the people? We want to talk about cash flow. Yeah, you know, we meet a lot of people who are talking about they want to build generational wealth, they want a better life, and they ask us, where's the starting point? And the starting point in my mind, whether to stop living payday to payday and or eliminate debt or build wealth, it all starts with a simple word called cash flow. Cash flow, got it. So what what exactly is cash flow? Well, a couple of things, Council. I have learned over the years that cash flow, first of all, it's the rocket fuel. Mm -hmm. It's the rocket fuel. It's the main ingredient that a person needs to change their financial situation. Now, to try to quantify it, I'm going to give you to you in a very simple term. It's number one, taking your inflows. Mm -hmm. It's what a person is bringing in from any and all sources. That's number one. Okay. Then you have, and normally that's the easy number to get. You know, people can basically tell you, I make so much per week, per month, etc. Then it's minus your outflows. Okay. Now, outflows, that's the tough number because we're now asking you to examine your life. Yeah. We're saying, go deep. Let's figure out all the ways you're spending money. And when you do the simple math, the inflows, minus the outflows, the difference is cash flow. And it is that number, that little number, sometimes there's a negative number getting started, it's that number that will radically change a person's life. Got you. So what happens if that number is negative? Well, I think a couple of things you do. Uh, I don't care what you make or don't make, everybody has cash flow. Okay. Everybody has cash flow. And if that number is negative, what you really want to do is very simple. Number one, you want to go back and check your numbers. You just want to make sure that you get the properly inflow. Sometimes a person, if they're working a job, will use a gross income before taxes. Mm -hmm. And instead of net, that could be an adjustment. Or sometimes they could have too many outflows or expenses. So that's the first thing. Make sure your numbers are right. And then really what you have to do, which we're going to talk about later on in some of the episodes, is you're going to have to find a way to increase the inflows and or reduce the outflows. It's just that simple. And we're going to show them, you know, some of those things today on how to do that too. Okay. Yeah. You know, cash flow at first, it was a not a hard concept to grasp, yeah. but that, that number that you spend was a little yeah. different because some people I know, they are... They take the number that they want to spend. Yeah, you, you got know, it, man. I yeah. want to save this much. I want to put this much away for vacations. Yeah. As opposed to, hey, right now, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm spending money on. Eating out, yeah. clothes, rent, utilities. You know, the difference between where I want to be and where I am now. Um, it, I think it's a, important to have both numbers. Yeah, you're right, man. You have but, to. Uh, definitely the difference between the two was a, a stumbling block for me when figuring this up initially. Yeah, it was, and whether you're doing it using an app, whether you're doing it Excel or pen and pencil, paper, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a tough number because the thing I hear people constantly say is, but my bills change. My, my, my due power bill changes, my gas changes, but, except, but what you're trying to do is you're trying to put yourself within, here's the question, what do you need on a monthly basis to live an enjoyable and comfortable life. And, and I really like starting there versus income. Okay. Because what people do sometimes, Count, is they will shrink their dreams to fit their income. Mm. And what I really want people to do is remember an enjoyable and comfortable life. So, for example, right now I'm not concerned about what you make. Just forget about that. What we want people to focus in on is 
enjoyable and comfortable life for this season. Gotcha. And that's going to require basically about four major points. Okay. I'm going to do just do three. Let's do three. It's going to require your debt. How much are you spending monthly on a debt? And when I talk about a debt, I'm talking about those things that have an outstanding balance that one day you're going to pay off. It could be a mortgage. Okay. It could be a student loan. It could be a car. Okay, let, let's get a total on that. And that's pretty easy to get normally. It's, it's an intimidating number, yeah. but it's a pretty easy number to get. Then second of all, let's talk about what we call your living expenses. What do you and your spouse, if you're married, what do you all need on a monthly basis, whether it be to give to your local church, to pay rent, uh, your water bill, your cell phone, etc. Get that number. That's the hard number. That's the hardest number. And then third of all, count, you want to get life. What do you and CC need? Because you got to continue to date. You've been married how long now? 13 years. 13. I'm 37 years. <laughs> but the point is, you got to continue to date her. You got to continue to dress up, get the haircuts, etc. That's called life. Right. So by the time I determine what the debt is per month, I determine what my living expenses are, that tough number, the toughest number, and the life. And you got two young boys that have a daughter in college. They, they need and want money. That's life. And once we put those three numbers together, that becomes the outflow, what we call the financial number. Got it. And it's important to have that number because what you can do then is compare it to your inflow, mm -hmm. what you make a month, and see if you're falling short. Yeah. Now, if you're falling short, what, what steps can you take to, to, I guess, make those numbers agree? Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, we've been doing this for a while, consulting people of all generations. 90% of the people I talk to, when they come through the doors or we catch them online, whatever, they are about $500 a month a short. Okay. okay. So let me start with the inflows. Okay. I mean, when we talk about inflows, let me give you just a couple of general categories that most people start with. They start with their job. And on your job, let's just assume right now your job is your only source of income right now. We're going to change that. Mm -hmm. So on their job, the question is, Outside of the regular paycheck I get, mm -hmm. I'm making 20 bucks an hour, let's say. Outside of that 20 bucks an hour, what are what are other sources of money that I can tap on the job? Okay. Okay. Again, it requires thinking. Well, I could tap overtime. That's a possibility. Yeah. I could tap incentives on the job. Mm -hmm. There could be a vacation pay or shift differential. I could tap that. Uh, there also could be like educational bonuses. Mm -hmm. Uh, there could be profit sharing, and there's about, oh, I could make uh, changes to my 401k. I could, instead of raising, I could decrease it some yeah, for immediate yeah. cash flow. Mm -hmm. I could also look at my check stubs and any unnecessary deductions that maybe my wife and I are doubling up on. Or I even could get with my professional tax person. Again, we do taxes in all 50 states, mm -hmm. and we could do tax projections to even maybe for a season to have less in taxes taken out. So on the job, again, there are about 10 different things you can do right there on the job to probably pick up anywhere between 100 bucks, and I've had as much as maybe $1,000 a month being picked up just from your job and not talking about the other streams of income that we'll talk about in other podcasts. Yeah, and that's important because at first when you hear that, it doesn't sound realistic, but it yeah. is. So yeah. my sister... She's a nurse. She works weekends or nights. She gets paid extra. Yeah, man. Yeah. For though that shift differential. Yeah. 
also, um, if you get a tax refund, you know, mm -hmm. four or five thousand, whatever that number is, at the you know ne next year tax season, you can get that money in your paycheck now. It's true, man. As opposed to waiting until you know February, March, April, whenever you do your taxes to get that refund. So let's say if your average refund is five thousand dollars, yeah, um, divide that number by twelve, and essentially you can get somewhere close to that in your check extra per month, and that's a, a great way to bridge the gap. It is, and I'll tell you something else, Calvin Seal, that I'm really seeing a lot of, or student loan benefits. You know, a, a lot of kids are getting out of school now, and they're having thirty and forty and fifty thousand in student loan debts. Mm -hmm. Many companies have a student loan debt program whereby they will pay your student loan for you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in the interview of the process, you may not realize that's a benefit. But look at your job, and like I said before, you know we believe like plain monopoly that your job is your initial source of income, but not your permanent source. Absolutely. And there'll be a lot more things we'll talk about, real estate investing, etc. But it's amazing. I had one client that they discovered that their company would pay up to $400 a month. Wow. A month for student loans. So what they had in their budget for $400, it's like getting a $400 tax-free raise all because of what their job had. That's very important, man. So I think it may be beneficial for individuals to get with the Human Resource Department and just see what's available, what, what's out there. Oh, no doubt about it. And again, I would talk to other people. Let's say, again, Council Hill and I work for the same company. I've been there 37 years. He's new. There may be some good advice I give him and some bad, too, but it's good to talk to the old heads, make a few notes, and then even talk to the sources themselves to find out, and, and, and even read the policy books and all that they have. But yeah. do your research, because there's probably several hundred dollars uh, a month that your company offers, even like the educational bonus. You go on course, go online, take a course, get a certificate. We may pay you a $1,000 bonus and or give you a buck or two raise. I mean, it's those kind of benefits out there. Yeah, I agree. I know my father-in-law, he has certifications that he get, and mm -hmm. every time he gets a new one, he gets a bonus yeah. or a raise or qualifies for a new position. So that's where the work comes in at. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we provide the information. Now it's, it's on you <clears> to <throat> take the information, make it applicable to your individual situation. Oh, no doubt about it. So, so we got the inflows covered okay. uh, as far as coming from employment being your primary, not only primary right. source of right. income. Right. You want to hop on the outflows next? Outflow, okay. Remember we talked about the three basic outflows that you have to nail these. And like Council said, guys, it's it's a challenge. It's I don't again. You can use an app all day long. It is a challenge. You can use a pen, paper, best pen in the world. It is a challenge because yeah. things are moving. But remember, you want to determine outflows. We call it your financial number. Mm -hmm. It's what you're going to need on a monthly basis to live an enjoyable and comfortable life. So here we go. Your debts again. Your debts are those things that have an outstanding balance that yeah. will be paid off. Normally, you count your mortgage. You count your car payment, your student loans, your credit cards. You get a total. And don't worry about paying extra yet. Not yet. Let's get this the standard monthly amount. Gotcha. So, so let's assume, let's say I got some numbers here, Count. Okay. Let's say, let's say for an example, uh, that your inflows are $7,000. Inflows are seven. Okay. And I'm saying your outflows, let, let's say they're $5,500. I'll give you a cash flow. And of that uh, $5,500, uh, 2500 may be my monthly debts, okay? Uh, another 2700 may be my living expenses. Mm -hmm. Things like rent if I don't have a mortgage, 
could be my giving to my church or charity. It could be life insurance, uh, car insurance, my groceries, my clothing, etc. So let's call that twenty-seven hundred. Mm -hmm. So that's forty-seven, and then let's say eight hundred is life. You and your spouse, if you're married, have said we need eight hundred dollars to get our hair done, to get our pedicures, to catch a movie, a ball game, a play, take the kids out for pizza, a laser tag, whatever. So when you do the math, that's fifty-five hundred. Now, is it going to be exactly that month every month? Amount every month? No. But you control it, meaning that if I see my electricity bill is $100 more, then that means I want to go into my life and cut it by at least $100. Because I really want to stay true to that $5,500 in my example, because if seven's coming in and is going out, that's $1,500 a month positive cash flow. And remember, Cash flow retires you and not your age. And it's the rocket fuel to get you to stop living payday to payday, to build your credit scores, to eradicate debt, and to begin to buy those assets on sale that will assist you in making money while you sleep. Yeah, that cash flow is very key um, because you can see that, oh man, I got an extra 1500 yeah. and, and go blow it or spend it it's on easy something. To, yeah. You know, buy something that's not necessarily you need at this time, but if you save that over a period of time, it gives you many opportunities to start doing the extra things. Yeah, let me give you a good example. Count and I are both a big sports fan. I was reading an article about Shaquille O'Neal, and, and uh, the article said when he got his first million dollar check, mm -hmm. he said he first of all he didn't know who that Fiker guy was. He said who? He said who in the mm 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 is Fiker? Because it took a big chunk. But he said he literally blew a million dollars gross check in a day's time. Wow. And it's all because, one, he didn't have financial literacy. He had game, he had stamina, he had moves, he had a passion, but he didn't have financial literacy. Mm -hmm. And he said it wasn't until he joined the Lakers about 95, 96, I think it was, that he talked to Magic Johnson. And Magic said, listen, son, you're going to make a lot of money. But he said the key to making being successful is not what you make, but it's literally how much you keep, which is called cash flow. And Shaquille says today, after being retired for 15 plus years, he said he makes more money now as an entrepreneur than he did as a basketball player. Because why? He got financial literacy. I just watched a YouTube, I mean, an Instagram clip of him doing an interview. And he uh, took a sheet of paper. He said, rip it in half. You know, you got 100 bucks, rip it in half. 50, put that away. Yeah, Invest man. it. The other 50, rip it in half again. 25, put that away. Save it. He said, this 25, that's what you, your houses, cars, that's what you play with, that's what you live off. So, yeah, that, that cash flow, that, I mean, he 75% of his income is saved, invested mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Uh, but he got that education, um, that financial literacy to do that. In. And that's the power of cash flow. It allows Shaq to invest in that's right. all the entrepreneurial things that he's doing right now, as opposed to seeing, I got $1,500 left in the bank. You know, now I can do X, Y, and Z, as opposed to being disciplined to, Hey, 5,500, that's the number. I know I got 15 extra. Let me save that. Let me put that aside until we develop a plan to do something with it. So, yeah, I, I agree 100%. So, when it comes to uh, cash flow, we got the inflows, we got the outflows. We understand what cash flow is, the rocket fuel to build generational wealth. Is there anything else that you would want to add to that? Yeah, and I think there are a couple of points. I think... As Council and I both said, with your inflows, though you may start with your job, mm -hmm. 
It's like playing Monopoly. That's not where you end at. Right. But but you want to practice, you want to perfect it, and you want to continually add on streams of income. It may be where you do what they call just a side hustle. That's a good starting point. You may do an affiliate program, or you may do network marketing, you may get one rental property, and you may, but in other words, you want to begin to build new sources of income. We're going to help you. But on the flip side, which is normally the easiest thing for most people to do, is start with the low-hanging fruit, your outflow. Right. Because you're talking about the average person, if they, what I call cut Ted, if they begin to learn how to do their taxes better, their expenses better, and their debt better, just reducing those, the average person could probably have a few hundred dollars a month in the next 30 days. And that's a real number. I mean, even if you just think about the tax situation. Oh, yeah, man. You know, getting your refund now as opposed to come tax time. You're right. Um, and then, obviously, the debt and life expenses, I mean, that, yeah, you're absolutely correct. It, it's not a, a a far or stretch to imagine picking up an extra three, four hundred bucks in 30 days just That's by it. proper planning. That's it, man. Yeah. I mean, just think, just think. If you got that tax refund in your paycheck, now let's that's three hundred dollars. Right. And let's say you got that shift differential. Mm -hmm. That's three hundred dollars. So in a month's time you just increase your cash flow six hundred dollars a month. No part time job, no additional time away from your family, because it's a, instead of working nine to five, you might have worked from three to midnight. So same basically eight hours but it didn't require you to take extra time away from your family or your future, but you picked up $600 more per month because of what you're learning here. Yeah, and so what I think is important to do is not take this and, and brush it off to the side, but really start and focus in on this one and really get a good view of That's where it. you are financially, what you're spending a month, get those categories written out. What I will do is once we post this on YouTube, I know we have a, a Excel spreadsheet, a link uh, to uh, a spreadsheet that we can help you guys use. Also, um, I think it's an app on my phone that you can sync your bank account to, yeah, yeah. Um, and it will help you break those things out in categories, and it's Mint, M-I-N-T, yeah. uh, the Mint app. You can sync your bank account to it, and it, it'll categorize your expenses and think all your spending for you linked to your bank account. and you know. If it's a miscellaneous item that you know maybe they didn't auto categorize, you can do it yourself, and that way at the end of the month you can literally have a pie chart, spreadsheet, and know okay man I spent you know X amount of dollars on fast food, and look at it on as, as compared to your financial number and see where you off or where you hit it. So it's important to take a good month probably, yeah yeah, and really focus in on this financial number. Now you may move on to step two, you may start the part time hustle, yeah. but always come back and review this at least on a monthly basis, possibly every week or two, um, just to make sure you're on track. And this is something that you're always working on. You're That's always it. working on increasing your inflows, decreasing your outflows, which ultimately increases your cash flow. Yeah, yeah. And the great thing about what Count just said, like I said before, we're talking about bridging generations here. He uses apps. I don't. I'm old school. I'm old school. I use Excel. Sometimes I'll use a QuickBooks. But the biggest thing is that you create a system that works for you and that you consistently do it. That is the big thing. And when you do those things, you're going to see results. And one thing I often say, counsel, very simply, you pick it up very well because you're an entrepreneur by nature, 
is that you have to run your personal finances like a successful business. The same way Joe and I run our personal finances, we run our businesses the very same way because it's the same discipline, principle, and systems that we want to create. Yeah, both. and it'll help you become better at both. So mm -hmm. I definitely highly recommend it. Again, the principle yeah. is, is managing your finances. That's right, man. The method may be Excel, may be an app, may be pen and paper, yeah. you know, going through the bank statement. But whatever that method is, yeah. it's important to do it. Dude, that's it, man. That's yep. it. Yeah. All right. So I think that's it for episode one. Um, well, I'm excited, man. I tell you, I, I'm pumped up, man. I'm pumped up. And like I said, when we come back for number two, man, we're really going to talk about uh, some benefits of cash flow. Okay. I mean, we, we're going to take what we did in episode one and really say this are the about five or six benefits. And when people start seeing results, man, they're going to get so pumped up that building wealth becomes more believable regardless of how old you are or where you are in life. And that's what we want to do. We want to help you get there and just erase any 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 hindrance, any roadblocks, yeah. any things that may be there uh, stopping you from that yeah. and just walking along the path. And that's what we plan to do. Uh, so that's it for episode one, man. Count CEO Glenn here. Hey, William B. Thompson. <laughs> and we're from Bridging the Gap, man. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Please like um, this video on YouTube. If you see it on Facebook, Instagram, also, if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can get notifications when we drop our next podcast and share it with a friend or two. Uh, sooner or later, we'll have a, a way for you guys to submit some questions to us. Uh, but for now, we just want to try to cover some of the basics. And cash flow is the first one. It is, man. Appreciate it, dude. Looking yes, forward sir. to it. All right. You guys take it easy. We'll All see right. you next time. Next time. Perfect. Good deal, man. That felt good. I'm gonna have fun. <laughs> you, 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 you took me back.